Hello and welcome to Aussie Tales episode 95, folks. 95. We'll, we have uh, come a long way since last July, huh? Well, I'm back again for the second week of Mariners Weekly with your host, Oz Nation. So last week, the Mariners, Seattle, Seattle, Seattle Mariners, uh, fought off against the San Francisco Giants for two games, and then was to play the Twins for three, but we'll get to that in a moment or so. So let's get all started with the Giants series. So Marco Gonzalez made a season debut against the Giants in San Francisco in the Giants' home opener. Now, Marco Gonzalez from Gonzaga, rise up, zag up. He was very stellar. He pitched six and a third innings pitched, three runs allowed, two two strikeouts, and gave up six hits. And then uh, Gene Segura continues his hot hitting, went three for for four with two runs scored in RBI. D. Gordon, three, three three for five with a run scored. Mitch Haniger gets one hit, but gets two RBIs. And Mariners put four runs up in the in the first inning. Kyle Seager even, even got, got a couple of hits, which is a good sign because uh, he's been struggling hard in April. But we'll get to that later. Now Robinson Cano doubled and knocked in a run. And then Evan Longoria for the Giants. Hit one out of the park, pulled the Giants within six to three. Then got a sack fly, made it six to four. And the one Nicasio we got from um, the agency this year um, will be one of the best um, relievers we have. Um, got out, got out of a jam and kept the Giants at bay. No pun intended with the Bay Area. No pun intended. Pun is intended. Um, Edwin Diaz came in. Close the door on the Giants. He got two strikeouts and finished the game with the Buster Posey popping it up to end the game. Hence the Mariners winning the first game of the series of 6-4. to four. Now, game two um, featured Felix Hernandez, who came off his opening night victory in Seattle against the Indians, dominating performance, but then Felix Hernandez... Came back down to earth a little bit, a lot, and went back to his 2017 form. He went four innings pitched, five walks, eight runs scored, six hits. Um, that that was rough. That that's a rough outing right there. Um, he couldn't command his fastball, and that led to the downward spiral. But the Mariners fans don't fret. Nothing to be worried about quite yet, but keep an eye on that situation for you. Um, it's one to look for. Silver linings. Um, D. Gordon, Robinson Cano, Dino Vogelbach had two hits each. And Chaniger had a hit. Has his average up to 467. But the Mariners do fall um, to the Giants 10-1. to And they split the two-game series. So, off to Minnesota, which was 
the Mariners' third opening day. They had their own opening day. They had the Giants' opening day, and then now the Twins' opening day. So three opening days in one season. That's pretty awesome. Twins game one. Mariners pitcher James Paxton was standing standing out, standing, you know, for the anthem and all that on the pregame festivities, minding his own business. The Big Maple is his name, Big Maple, if you didn't know, was minding his own business. And during the national anthem, a bald eagle who was supposed to go to his handler flies flies on him one not once but twice with his talons into his to, into him and he handles it with grace. He just like no big deal, no big deal, you know whatever. So it was an interesting start to the series in Minnesota. We'll get to that later as well. But James Paxton attacked by an eagle, a bald eagle, viral uh, in Seattle and all across the country. So um, check that out if you have a chance. Now, unfortunately, the Mariners fall to the Twins in the opener 4-2. to two. Paxton goes five innings pitch, two runs, seven Ks. Um, pretty awesome performance. Just a two, they had a two-run home run late in that game there. Um, Daniel Vugabach had uh, two hits along with Gene Segura. So that was just the, was the pitcher's duel that ended up 4-2. to two, So tip your hat to the Twins there. Game two of the series, which was recently on Saturday... Uh, off day of Friday, uh, Gene Segura gets an infield single, which is on second, which is second on a on a throwing error by uh, by um, Sano of the Twins, Miguel Sano. Robinson Cano gets the Mariners on the board with an RBI single, so it's one nothing there. And then Kyle Seeger, who's been in a slump, gets a two out two run home run. Off the off the foul pole, Mariners have a up three three nothing at that point. And then D Gordon with a with a two run RBI single, making it five to zero Mariners. Then you get back to back doubles by Twins to get on the board of five to one in the bottom of the sixth inning. Then Rosario for the Twins gets an RBI single, makes it five to two Mariners at that point. Then Escobar for the Twins. Five to three, Mariners at that point. And so I'm like, okay, let's go bullpen. Let's keep it together here. Um, now, Nick Vincent, Mariners reliever in the bullpen, uh, loads the bases full of twins with one out. But Juan Acasio comes in, enters the game, strikes out Rosario on 94 mile per hour fastball, unhittable. And then he gets Logan Morrison, former Mariner, to pop out. Escapes disaster. So after you know at that point five to three minutes at that point. Then after, and after that, Kyle Seeger singles in the eighth inning to load the bases, no outs with his one thousandth career base hit. Congratulations, Kyle Seeger, on that accomplishment. Fantastic. Now Ryan Healy, a lovely bases clearing double snaps a one for a one. For 21 hitting streak slump makes the Mariners eight to three at that time. Guillermo Heredia with a two-run shot, making it ten to three. Mariners score on every on a very wild pitch, 97, 97 miles per hour, way over the way over the catcher's head, eleven to three at that point. And the Twins score a meaningless run in the ninth inning, eleven to four, and that is your ball game. 
And now, after the game, Ryan Healy, who had the big, um, basic, the big double, the big double to you know get the insurance runs for the Mariners in the eighth inning, ninth inning, whatever it was. Yeah, um, ninth inning. Um, had a post-game workout, and he twisted his ankle. So now he's going to be on the DL. Looks like and we'll know more later today for the play of the Royals. Um, so it's a big injury, but uh, it's definitely interesting. But uh, I can see Vogelbach at first base for um, DH. We're not sure which one, but uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do with the lineup today and this week. But they'll get, they'll get Nelson Cruz back on, uh, on Monday. Looks like in magazine back around the same time. So and Gamma will be back soon. So we can help you, but we'll see what with that situation. Now, the Twins, supposed to play the Twins yesterday um, on Sunday, um, but there was concerns about the weather. There's been snow coming in around 3 o'clock. They didn't want to chance it. It was cold, no, no sun, so it was very dangerous to play. So they called the game off. Um, a solution might be to um, build... A, when, you live, when you play in Minnesota, especially in March and April... Um, retractable roof would be advisable in Minnesota, but that game has been that game has been um pushed back to pushed up to May fourteenth on off day for both teams. So we'll see you back in May, Minnesota. And at this point, next up for the Mariners, we have the we play three games with the Royals off day Thursday. And we play a weekend series with Friday, Saturday, Sunday with the Oakland Days back in Seattle. So this long road trip is um, to an end. But then we play three with the Oakland Days, uh, four with the the Astros. Then we're on the road for 10 straight days. So 18 road games start the year and only like a handful of home games. But that means we'll have more home games down the stretch of the season. So... This has been your Mariners Mariners Weekly Podcast. Thank you so much for listening, subscribing, and supporting. Thank you.